0: Okay, so, um, it has been a while since I did one of these, and, uh, I apologize, um, I know it was supposed to be kind of a semi-weekly thing, but, um, things have been hard, um, things have been really difficult in my life lately, and, uh, Those of you who um, may follow me on social media, or you might be friends, family, um, you know what's going on, but uh, I'm currently in the process of uh, a divorce that I didn't want, and um, struggling through that, um, you know, a lot of hurt and anger and confusion, just, um, It's been a lot, you know, between that and work and everything else. I just, um, I've had a lot to say, but I haven't really had a uh, a good grasp on how to put things together in a coherent, cogent manner for for this medium, Uh, but, you know, I thought that I would try to maybe get some of the the things that I I want to say or need to say uh, off my chest. And and, and really, not all of it's bad. I mean, you know, God's doing really amazing things. And uh, this podcast really is, I, I call it the walk because it's kind of me walking through this journey of life and of faith and just how that buck up against all these other things in the world, um, right now, my life has been very, um, very uh, I'm trying to think of the word to say um, consumed I guess by uh, this this divorce, this breaking of this relationship and uh, and and it it's been hard to really kind of focus on a lot of anything else because it's so emotionally and spiritually and um, even physically taxing. Um, and so I again, I apologize for not being more regular about this. I really do want to. Um, this is genuine not just one of those ideas that I have that I, I, I don't want to be, you know, uh, faithful to, I do, um, I'm, I'm just, life, life is in a crazy spot right now, but, kind of, on that topic, uh, There is a, like, okay, let me start, I'll start by saying this, marriage means something. And I know to some of you who aren't listening, or who are listening, who aren't Christians, you're not going to agree with me, and that's fine if you don't agree with me, I'm not telling you to Drop your your preconceived notions, but but understand that this is the this is the frame of reference that I have. This is the this is the perspective that I have, um, and I believe that it's the perspective that God gives, um, not just in His Word but by His grace, um, really shows us that this is the truth in marriage is supposed to be this beautiful glorious image of the love of Jesus for us in such that we being his bride he has literally given all of himself to us in, in despite everything that we have done to be unfaithful to him to be self self self-centered to be uh, conspiring really against his wishes he still loves us So much so that He wants to call us His bride. And so He seeks after us. He chases us. He puts a ring on our finger. He calls us His own. And He sacrifices of Himself His entire life. And, And literally... Literally belittles himself, humiliates himself by becoming a man and 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 dying naked between two criminals, stripped of all of his glory. And that is what marriage is supposed to model. Marriage is supposed to be this thing where we get the opportunity, husbands and wives, to emulate Christ towards each other. We get, we get to agape one another, have a love that isn't self-seeking, that is that is for the other, completely unapologetically unconditional and self-sacrificing. And so this is something this 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 model of marriage is something that I've desired my entire life what I wanted it's what I prayed for it's what I wanted to model and I I got to see my parents divorce as a as an adult but a, but still a child a young man And it broke the inside, because I wanted to see the gospel played out in my parents' marriage, and I swore to myself that this is what I was going to do in my marriage. And you don't hear this as me blaming God because I'm not. But there's an understanding that God allows things to happen. And He, and he, and he takes those things and, he, and he, he makes them good. Good for those who love Him. And He makes them Right. right now as I'm going through this divorce I'm struggling with this 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 fear and angst and brokenness because this is not what I wanted to happen and this is not where I thought I would be and there's the anger Oh God, how could you let this happen? There's the frustration because I really, in my heart of hearts, know that I've done everything that I could to keep this marriage together and to save it. But God is still allowing it to happen but I know him and I trust him and I love him and I know that he loves me so I have to believe that what he says about it is true that he's not, he's not just trying to put me through this. That on the other end of this, that there's a promise of good, of of justice, of right. And that I'm not alone. It's hard because I feel so alone right now. It doesn't matter how many friends come around you in a situation like this how many how many nice things people say uh, you're still you still feel like you're the only one. Going through it because in a way you are, because nobody's situation is the same. And mine is certainly more complicated than what it might appear to be to some people. And I'm not going to go into that, but it's just to say that a very dark and lonely time for me right now but I've been spending my time trying to spend my time in in his presence and and trying to hear him you know because this is not a this is not like a black and white cookie cutter situation. And so like there are decisions that have to be made that I I hate and I don't know what to do, what's right, what's wrong, and I'm just really leaning on his wisdom. So there's that and then there's just there's this bond, this friendship that that I guess is created between the one who's suffering and, and Jesus because in Philippians Paul says that we get to share we get to share in Christ's sufferings we get to know him and the power of his resurrection. And I really I mean I really felt that. There are these really interesting ways that God's grace plays out in situations like this that that are are kind of strange and unexplainable, but There, there are ways that God implants His grace into all of these different things, just completely unexpected, whether it be in nature, He'll do something, He'll paint a beautiful picture on the sky, the horizon. or just illuminate the colors. Sometimes you look around and the colors all seem flat, but then there are times when God just opens up your eyes and you see how beautiful everything He created is. He reminds you that He is making all things. There are times when put your Spotify on random and a, a song will come up and it'll be a song you've never heard before and the lyrics just speak directly to your soul some dude years ago God spoke to him and he took those lyrics and he, and he said I'm going to use those Bob, for you, and so, i give you a really good, for instance, I was listening to this song, it's called, uh, Called future past. And it wasn't even talking about marriage, it was talking about how it basically says, like, Jesus, you are my first and you're my last. You're basically you're my beginning and my end. You were here before I had everything, and you'll be here before. You'll be here when I have nothing. You'll always be there. You'll always be part of me. And I was listening to those lyrics. And they just spoke directly to my soul. Because before I got married to my wife, Jesus was my everything. My everything. I left, I left my family to go pursue Him. wanted to play in the church wanted to find, find a wife who wanted to serve him too wanted to have kids and raise them in a house that was devoted solely to him this
1: is how I saw
0: my life I wanted to just submit it all to Jesus. Then, when I got married,
1: it just slowly
0: drifted away, and my eyes became focused on her, and eventually. I thought I lost my calling. I thought I lost my relationship because I was out of fellowship with believers and struggling every day to know what was right, and what was godly, and I just couldn't seem to get the connection back with the Lord, and I was scared. And then this happened, and I saw it coming, but it was too like it was too far along for me to stop. And I decided that I'm I'm done. I'm done not serving the Lord. I'm I'm done with. Loving my wife more than I love Jesus because Jesus was my first love. And the only way that I could love her the best is to love Him first. And so I returned to the church. I found a great community of believers that I could be a part of and we prayed and prayed still pray pray for my wife heal her Lord bring her back and mend this marriage because I can't do it on my own But he hasn't and, and the divorce is happening and so going back to those lyrics I'm faced right now with the frankly terrifying idea of being a divorced man, single feeling unworthy of love, um, unworthy of really anything, losing all confidence that that I'm wanted or you know needed in God's kingdom. And these lyrics say, You are my first, you are my last, you are my future and my past. I'm reminded that Jesus really is my first love and if I have nothing if everything else falls away I have him and that's all that matters reminded me of this beautiful image of the wedding feast. And he showed me this image of himself putting the ring And this and this image of there being no sea, no there there's no longer any distance between Christ and who he loves. Right now we're divided by the flesh, by our sin, that won't be for. He loves us enough to never divorce us, despite our failings. but a clear and obvious brokenness. So, I'm reminded... That my wife, who I love deeply, but who has hurt me deeply, who's decided that she doesn't love me anymore, that she doesn't want me anymore, that she doesn't even want God anymore, get to she doesn't get to define me and her words and her actions don't they don't identify me and I'm not identified as a divorcee that I wasn't identified as her husband to begin with, that my first identity is that I'm God's child, And I'm God's beloved. so I say all that to say this is where I'm at right now and I apologize that it's taken so long to get mile two out but this is a long walk and uh, I hope you'll continue to join me really do appreciate you listening. Um, I, I, I hope it means something to you. Um, if it doesn't that's okay. but I love you and I hope that you get to in, in your way, in your life experience the grace of God. know I don't wish suffering on you I do wish I do wish that you would learn how to suffer because I know I don't suffer well all the time a lot of the time but to suffer is to know Jesus Not say hey, look for it. But what I am saying is that when suffering comes, look to Christ. Don't look with it. Don't look to people. Don't look to drugs, to alcohol, don't look to porn. Don't look to work. Look to Jesus. hope, I'm not going to make any promises, but I hope that I can produce Mile 3 soon, um, hopefully it's better, a better, happier content, um, I apologize, this one's not happy, but hopefully it's good, um, but again, I love you guys, uh, thank you for joining, I'll talk to you soon.